0: Are you ready? I guess. I'm really tired and I still don't feel good.
1: I got my list.
0: You have a heck of a list. (laughs) Welcome to episode number three, guys.
1: And this time I have an itinerary. (laughs) I've been waiting for this one for a while now.
0: This podcast is about...
1: The recovery.
0: Oh, that's right. Yes. I didn't look at my notes today.
1: How I almost died.
0: Yeah, well.
1: (laughs) You got your notes up yet? Yep, I'm ready. All right. So, first thing I wanted to talk about was our new thing this week.
0: Oh, the thing that I'm awesome at? Ready? Sure.
1: What are we doing it for?
0: Anytime we... uh, I shouldn't say argue, it's, uh...
1: No, but when we do it right now, because right? we're going to do it, what is it for? I don't know. Think of something. Okay, no, get your head out of the gutter. I
0: wasn't, I didn't say anything.
1: I know, but I know what you're thinking.
0: <sighs> um, uh, you finished the wall this weekend.
1: The wall?
0: Yeah, you finished gluing on the brakes, the 60 brakes. Absolutely not. What?
1: I'm not even risking that. Jesus. God. Did you feed the dogs? I didn't. All right.
0: What? F- who feeds the dogs? Ready? Best two out of three? Two out of three. All right.
1: One,
0: One two, two, three, three shoot. shoot. Nice. That was a good time. Scissors right. and scissors. Okay. Ready? One, two, three, three shoot. Yeah, oh. see? I knew you were going to choose paper that time. <sighs> One, two, three, shoot. Mm, rock and rock, that's a solid one. One, two, two three, three shoot. shoot. Wow, paper and paper. What? knew no I should have scissors. One, two, three, <laughs> shoot. Really? Scissors, scissors? <laughs> We're gonna have to cut some of this out. Yeah. Okay. One, two, two three, shoot. Two. Okay. Mother Scissor beats paper. You look like you're feeding the dog. are
1: feeding the dogs. Damn it. So that's our new thing. Anytime we are not arguing,
0: we uh, don't want to do something. Solving
1: something, or we don't want to do something. Paper rack scissors, and I suck at paper scissors. She's won scissors. two
0: out of the last two weeks of us doing it.
1: It's not even been a week.
0: Week and a half. Agreed. No. You we paper scissors for it?
1: <laughs> so that's been our new thing this week with our. And our life. I can say it's
0: been working out pretty damn for well for you. Know, it's awesome. <sighs> that being said,
1: let's get to the podcast. Okay. So I wanted to talk about um, kind of the labor and delivery with Cal um, and that crazy recovery afterwards okay um, so labor I was teaching up until the second I went into labor for those of you who don't know I my water broke while I was teaching in front of 30 something freshman kids which is great and it was the last day I was supposed to work before I was supposed to be induced and that is how I went into labor and that's the last thing my students saw for six weeks
0: yeah
1: so um when you got the phone call from me as I was driving myself home covered in in and fluid, what was going through your mind
0: oh well I was in a meeting and um my old group knew that I could be getting a phone call and I wasn't going to be at work the following day. And my phone rang, and I just happened to look at my desk because we were all sitting around our, our table, and I looked at it, oh, it's my wife. Oh, crap, it's my wife. <laughs> and I uh, picked it up. She, you told me what happened. I said, oh, I'll meet you at the house. I actually wasn't, I wasn't nervous, wasn't worried. It was, oh, well, we got some time. She's going to go home and shower and eat, and I'll be home in a half hour, and we'll go to the hospital. So I actually I was pretty, it was pretty calm. Yeah. So at that point. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I felt, I didn't feel freaked out. I think I just had like my, ad, like a, adrenaline. Like Bravo I was man. like ready to go. I was, I was focused. I, I knew like that I was going to get myself home. I showered, I ate waffles and sausages. Yeah. I
0: pretty much got home as you were getting out of the shower. Yeah. Right, I think you already ate at that point. Did you before you got in the shower. Oh yeah.
1: no, I hadn't because I was covered in, yeah. And because I, I had a full break. Yeah, so, so you, I was yeah. Cold. You got food. You and everything. you opened the door to my sopping wet clothes on the floor. Yeah, and you're like, what is this? Didn't even I didn't even think about I, I it. I yelled like, from the bathroom. I was like, don't touch those. Yeah, because they were just, it was nasty. Yes, I, was I put slushing. them in a bag.
0: I want to say I picked them, and put them in a bag.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you got food, and then. We went to the hospital.
1: Yeah, our car was like everything was ready to go. We had the car seat in the car already, like had the go bag ready to go. Yep.
0: Like we said, we were planning on going to the hospital the the next day. So
1: yeah, so that was how that whole thing started. We get to the hospital, and the thing that they don't tell you in any preparation class is that you keep leaking fluid after your water breaks. Yeah, that was that was exciting. I was peeing my pants.
0: Right. As we're sitting there waiting for
1: All the way through labor <laughs> until yeah. I got the epidural. Constant peeing. Yep. That's what it felt like. Um and so uh we get into triage. We were waiting in the hallway for like what, an hour?
0: Yeah, with like fifteen other couples. There were
1: yeah, there were pregnant ladies like lined up down this hallway it was crazy it was so busy that day like after the fact we were talking to some of the nurses and they're like yeah that day ended up being really insane um in the labor and delivery people were giving birth in the triage rooms so like you go into triage you get checked out make sure you're actually in labor and then if they decide that you are in labor and that you are ready to go then they you go into a delivery room right um, so it's just like the check-in process. Sorry, my paper's falling Keep down.
0: messing with your note.
1: I know. Um, so, after I had an entire arm shoved into my body.
0: Yeah, that was awesome to watch.
1: That felt great. Um, they decided I was in fact ready to go. And so, that helped.
0: We went to labor and delivery, where yep. we then sat there waiting.
1: Until noon, Whoa. the next day. <laughs>
0: I guess, to me, when someone says I was in labor for 24 hours, I thought it would be like the whole time you're sitting there pushing and stressed out, and it was for at least the first, after we got to labor, I'd say the first four hours, brutally boring. I literally went and got food, because I didn't eat yet, Mm -hmm. so I went and got food, Um, went back, watched some TV with you, I played some video games on my phone, I was bored out of my mind. Meanwhile, you were in some pain here and there, but it wasn't until four hours later, I feel like it... When picked they, up yeah
1: well they put me on Pitocin yeah to kind of get me moving a little bit qu- yep. more quickly which was a terrible idea yeah uh, because then um with the Pitocin it just makes your contractions more intense and my contractions just started being on top of each other yeah
0: they were one on top of each other another one so then of course then I'm, I'm right there talking to you trying to help you out and I'm reading the the screens and i can see when you have one coming right before you even know it's coming yeah and uh yeah it was exciting and then what time it did was you get, 2 a.m 2 a.m when you so get epidural. so it was
1: 12 hours after my water broke
0: she had so decided she wanted the epidural
1: okay well no so what happened was when i got into the hospital into the triage i was three centimeters yeah. 2 a.m 12 hours of labor and those sh- Yes, contractions. I'm gonna have to bleep that out. Yep. Um, I had only progressed one centimeter. One centimeter. I got to four centimeters in twelve hours of contractions. And at that point, I needed, I knew I needed something a little extra, a little extra kick. So, um, the doctor came in. It was like two a.m. They checked me again, and we started talking about the epidural. And for some reason, the doctor left the room.
0: Yeah, he, like, he walked out, and you looked at me, and you're like, hey, can you go get him? I want the epidural. And I was like, yeah, that's, yeah. So then I walked out of the room. We're talking a minute. Yeah. And um, I go up and go, hey, my wife wants the epidural. Well, that doctor uh, went to lunch. He won't be back. I'm like, no, 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 no he was just talking to my wife and told, like, she wants the epidural now, like, he just literally left the room, so they went and got another doctor somebody else to do it
1: yeah, so and, um, so they come in and I'm, like shaking at this point because of the contractions are so intense and um, I was I, my body was just done mm-hmm. and, uh they turned down the lights, and they had you sit in a very specific spot. Yeah, they like, didn't me to... this is your to... spot. Don't move. Don't look.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and it, it sucked.
0: Oh, I bet. That was a long-ass needle.
1: That was a huge needle. <laughs> I felt that go to my spine. Um, but after that, it was just, oh, that was heaven. If you're against epidurals, that's, that's totally your decision, but for me, um... I love drugs.
0: Holy crap.
1: <laughs> it was a huge difference.
0: Yeah, we, we got some sleep.
1: Yeah, we got some sleep. Um, but so then it got really crappy really fast. Well,
0: I don't know. So I'd say about an hour after that is pretty much when you passed out. Mm-hmm. And your mom was with us pretty much the whole night as well. So your mom and I was taking turns sleeping on that cr- crummy couch. Like a half hour to an hour here, half hour to an hour there. We just te- kept taking turns sleeping on this couch. And, God, it was freaking horrible. So...
1: It was she, horrible for you. <laughs>
0: you were sleeping this whole time, so... I'm uh, watching watching all your... All your cages uh, and stuff, and your mom... You know, your mom was asleep, Then we trade off back and forth, back and mm-hmm. forth. And then... What time in the morning did the doctor come in?
1: I don't... I don't know, babe. It was when they started pumping me with the, um... With, like, blood pressure. Uh, when was 1241.
0: So it was probably, like, 7, 8 o'clock when they came in. Yeah. Yeah, so they come in, and at that point, I think, I just woke up, and I looked at your... Like, first thing is I woke up and looked at your gauges, and I was like, oh, crap, that's not good. Mm-hmm. I could see your, your blood pressure dropping and all that fun stuff. Cal's blood pressure dropping, and uh, your mom was taking a walk at that point just to kind of stretch her legs, and the doctor walked in, or the nurse, pretty much was like, okay, so... Just so you know, in about two minutes.
1: So, just to be clear, that happened at about noon. When, the, when they walked in and told us about the season. Was it? Yeah.
0: Okay. I was exhausted.
1: Yeah. No, because so. before that they were in it. I vaguely remember them going in and out. I a bunch of a times. Lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're throwing up a lot. So, yeah, they came in and they said in, in about two minutes there's going to be a team of 13 people coming in here. And we're going to be getting you ready for your emergency C-section. Are there any questions? And we both kind of just looked at each other. And she goes, okay. I'll give you two minutes to register what I just said. And she walked out the door. And then all I knew was make sure Emily's calm. And what does she need? And I said, this is normal. Don't freak out. And you're like, oh, I'm fine. You need to call mom. So I sent a text to your mom. And I didn't tell you, but I think your mom answered. <laughs> the way. Um so. She was coming, and they literally walked in and threw. A bag at me, said, "Put it on." I'm trying to get dressed. Meanwhile, thirteen people are getting you ready, prepped and ready. Yeah,
1: and the greatest, the greatest thing that I, what I really did appreciate. I mean, don't get me wrong. I vaguely remember. A, like I don't re- really remember much but I do remember that before any of those nurses touched me they came up to where I could see them and introduced themselves before they touched oh, my body that's
0: cool I had no idea
1: yeah well you were trying to get the scrubs on <laughs> that they yeah. threw at you uh, but I do remember that like they would say hey this is my name I'm going to prep you down there hello this is my name I'm getting your morphine ready Like they. oh that's cool they Told me their name, introduced themselves, and told me what the what they were going to be doing, nice. which I really did appreciate. Um, kind of made me feel like I had some kind of control over my body after being, you know,
0: drugged up for twenty four hours.
1: Drugged and checked and rechecked and moved and turned and um, they were really great about yeah. kind of making me feel like I had some control. control so over I'd situation. say within
0: five minutes after the first conversation, of her saying she's giving you, a, we're having an emergency C section. You were out of the room and I was sitting in a hallway by myself
1: in front of the OR
0: in front of the OR because that's where they sit you while you wait and I didn't get any more info besides your mom said call me if there's any questions I said okay I had my phone with me but it was under the scrubs (laughs) and I thought I'm having a kid and I'm not even in the room because I had no idea what was going on meanwhile I'm sitting there it felt like I sat there for an hour which I'm sure I was only sitting there for like five ten minutes your doctor walks by me I'm like, what are, you, what are you doing out here? She goes, uh, you ready to do this? And I went, do what? She was have a kid. She's all ready. Let's go. And yeah, so I sat down next to you when you're strapped up like...
1: Being sacrificed? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was weird. So, um, and uh, you were pretty much out of it at that point, right? I,
1: I was so out of it. Yeah. Um, you
0: looked really, really drugged up, but they had her...
1: I mean, but it was an emergency C-section. There was no time. Right. So they just pumped me up with whatever I needed. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> yeah,
0: so I'm sitting down next to her as they're cutting her open, and they're literally ripping her abdomen apart. Like, she's shaking. In fr- like, it was...
1: I looked like a rag doll to you. I would
0: never get that out of my head. That the, the that was by far the weirdest, creepiest thing I've ever seen. And you're awake talking to me the whole time, not even aware of what's going on with you. And, uh... Yeah. And then... I watched them pull Caldwell out of you.
1: <laughs> um, so what did they say to you when they were trying to get through the ad- abdominal muscles?
0: Oh, something like, holy crap, Emily, you work out You work out a lot. Your Something about your abs. They couldn't get through your abs. Damn I mean, straight. They were shaking you <laughs> to death, and by now you think they'd have some kind of special tool. To do that, you wouldn't have to physically yank, but yeah, they were like yanking, it, it was creepy. The whole thing the process was just weird. <laughs> um, so yeah, they pulled Cal out. Um, he had a softball sized knot on his head from getting stuck, and that's why the emergency c section, that's why the, all the complications. Um, they showed him to us,
1: they were laughing when yeah. they pulled him out, yeah, because
0: he had the softball knot on his head.
1: It was this he, he had a huge cone head, yeah, like they even said that. They hadn't seen one like that in a long time. Yeah, it was bad. Um, but I do remember them like they did like show him to me and bring him mm-hmm. over for a little bit. Yep. And then they took him back
0: to clean him up. To clean him up, up and they brought me over to snip the umbilical cord and stuff.
1: Um, and you came back while they were finishing up, and I remember this. I do remember. I kept telling you to go back to him. Yeah.
0: Because where's Cal? How's he doing? I'm like he's fine. And you're like, no, go check with him. I'm like no, he's fine. I was more worried about you.
1: See that that's the the thing that's so different because my only concern was Cal at that point. I yeah. could have cared less about me. Obviously, but and I was just I just wanted to make sure he was okay, and that's kind of been my thought process ever since. Well,
0: I can tell you what, if there was a problem with him, I'm not the guy to help, because <laughs> i like you're the doctors. So yeah, he I went over there, counted his toes, made sure he had all of his toes and fingers, and walked back over to you, and then you toes sent me back, and we probably went back and forth six times before i told you like he's fine relax yeah. and then yeah then then we went through recovery
1: yeah um recovery was very smooth yeah um the recovery room and we get back to our post op <laughs> like um what do they call that what post yeah the room the we closet? stayed in the closet <laughs> okay, so we get back to our room where we're supposed to be for the rest of our stay and it's like a clock. It's literally, there's, there's a bed, that's it. There's no chair for There's Kogi. barely a
0: room, yeah, there's barely room to put a chair in it.
1: Yeah, like a regular chair, not like a daddy sleep on chair.
0: Yeah, like a standard and, foldable uh, chair. And there's this like
1: tiny, like hysterically tiny little like window. It's just small. And whatever, it's fine, but we get in there and the water cup is full, Yep. the The cup that they, the hospital provides you because they want you to chug water, it's full. It, so I'm thinking, we're thinking now that- We took someone's room. We took someone's room. Um, but they were so full, like all the other rooms, and they even said this, we don't typically use this room right. because it's so small. And they assured us that we would have a larger room by the end of the day, which we did, Yep. eventually.
0: Four
1: um, hours later. It was way longer than four hours because um, after, like, we get to the room and settled in, my question was, when could I eat? Yep. Because I hadn't eaten since the day before. Right. And now we're at, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon the, ne- the day after we get to the hospital, after my water breaks. So I'm going on over 24 hours of no food. And uh, they said I had to walk before I eat. You need to make
0: two laps around the...
1: Yes. And I was like, perfect. When can I walk? And they're like, oh, well, we got to check in with the doctor. We'll let you know. Um, so that was four hours go by <laughs> of them going back and forth with me and the doctor um, or whoever. And I'm constant, like, every single time they come in, can I please eat? I need something to eat. I'm exhausted. I can't like function um and they kept saying like i don't know i don't know
0: yeah we're waiting on the doctor's approval blah 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 blah.
1: so eight o'clock comes around they finally get the okay yep 36 hours of no food and they get me up they get me binded and Mm -hmm. check my blood pressure and all that fun stuff make sure i use the restroom and we get out to the hallway and they say, okay, you got to do at least two laps. And I don't think I've ever been so determined in my life. Yep.
0: I Pretty was much. pushing the baby in a cart, like yep. a little newborn cart.
1: <laughs> and I I, had, I was holding on to my pole. Mm-hmm. Cause I was, they still had the IV and catheter you. and the IV. Um, and I damn near sprinted.
0: Yeah, you moved with a purpose.
1: I was determined. We
0: already had I Smash smashburger.
1: Well, yeah, we had our food in the room in already because yeah. my sister in law was amazing and went and got me a burger and fries. So thirty six hours of no food I had a burger and fries waiting for me, and I was waiting to walk. And I like when I was walking, I was so dizzy and lightheaded and weak. Yeah, I didn't care, <laughs> and so I do my two laps in record time, and we get back to the room, and she was just, the nurse was super sweet and I was probably just really angry that I remember it this way but she was like just fussing around still apologizing about the small little room we were still in all this stuff can I get you anything and I was like I need to eat give me my food yep. <laughs> I, feel, I feel kind of bad because I, I might have well, snapped you,
0: oh you snapped out there's no doubt
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was hungry I, you, I am such a food person
0: yeah.
1: Cause you know this. Like, if I don't have food in me, I am the hangriest, most cranky person ever. Oh, and yeah. then I crash. So... you okay. <laughs> good. So... I was, I was at my, my point on my edge. All right. So, that was... And I pretty much heard the rest of our hospital stay was uneventful. Yeah. Um, we took the extra day because... We wanted to.
0: We're getting used to a newborn. So. Getting
1: used to a newborn. So we stayed there for an extra day. Um, but everything was great. Other than that, Um, when we got home, holy cow, did everything change? Because you <laughs> are now responsible for this tiny little person. Um, and you have no idea what you're doing. Yeah,
0: and he also was a great kid at the hospital. And then he was just a terror when we got home.
1: It was that first night.
0: That first night was brutal. So you couldn't climb the stairs to get into the bed? Yes. Because we're living in the trailer at this point, everybody. We're yeah. still in the trailer at this and point. And I'm
1: recovering from major abdominal surgery. <laughs>
0: so we're sleeping on the couch in the in our living room. Um, and yeah, it was it was horrible.
1: He was up every hour crying. I couldn't get him to latch. Breastfeeding was just a...
0: But you didn't fight that much at the hospital.
1: I don't know. But when we got something home, we did changed. About, yeah, we <laughs> something changed between on well, the five minute drive from yep. the hospital to the to the trailer. Um so it was just right as we got home it was really hard. The first like night or two were really rough. Yeah. Um and then we kinda got into some kind of schedule. Yeah, we took turns. Yeah. You get
0: the one hour, I get the next hour, and then after was it three, you took over? I took over. because I had to be up work. at four thirty.
1: Mhm. So we got we got into our our schedule. Um,
0: I think I took a week off though, didn't I? I took a week off.
1: You took a week off, and then my mom took a week off. And then
0: your mom that. took a week off to help. it, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but just it was just it was just kind of a hectic first month. And two weeks after the C section, my wound reopened, reopened. Um, which was terrible. I had to go to the doctor every single day for a week and a half to get it. Fleshed and Repacked packed and... with gauze. Oh my gosh! It wasn't infected. It was just like a pop, like an a air pocket, pocket yeah. that reopened it um, on one side. So that was miserable. And I think that's when the night that I realized it, what what was happening when I had my first like major breakdown. Mm-hmm. That was also the same night where it might have been me, but someone didn't tighten the lid of a. Bottle of breast milk I had just pumped, (laughs) liquid gold, you guys, liquid gold.
0: Did I pull it out of the fridge?
1: Someone pulled. I think it was you pulled it out of the fridge. And the cap
0: wasn't on. I grabbed it by the cap like an like an idiot.
1: Well, and it wasn't. You didn't even. It like the whole thing didn't drop or anything. It was just like uh, maybe a third of the bottle. Yeah. Um, but I was really struggling to produce. Yeah,
0: and you you literally started crying. I was sobbing. And I felt so good. I worked
1: so hard for that. I just did that. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I was a wreck
0: yeah that was a uh, i didn't uh, I didn't know what to say or to do to console you I just
1: there is a lot of crying that that first like month to six weeks um, um yeah a lot of crying i yeah. just I'm, I had no idea why just and um I, that's what I think they call the baby blues, but for me, this is where we kind of get into real talk. It developed into something more. Yeah. Um, and
0: and. I knew what was going on, but you never admitted it to me. I just kind of kept. It's a while. Yeah, I just kind of kept a close eye on you, make sure everything was okay. But I, I, could tell something was up, and yeah, um, yeah you finally. Uh,
1: and he was three months old when I finally. You finally told out me. Yeah. So. Um, Three months postpartum, I was diagnosed with postpartum depression and anxiety. Um, And I think it was the moment where I knew I was was in a really tough place was when my parents and myself drove to Kansas with Cal. Three months. Three-month-old baby. And at that point, you told me
0: what was going on. And I mean I also like I said, I kinda had an idea of what was going on and stuff and then you're like, Yeah, we're, we're going to Kansas and I couldn't take any more time time off at work.
1: My aunt had passed away, so it was kind of a last minute trip to right. go to her memorial service. Um, and it was just it's just it was just cheaper to drive at that point than get a last minute ticket. Um, and so my parents and I left for Kansas. With Caldwell. With Caldwell. And it, I got to the point where I couldn't look at the road. I was so anxious and such a wreck over other drivers and the possibility of, like, something disastrous happening. I stared at our child pretty much the entire drive. Oh, jeez. Because I couldn't handle looking out the window, looking at other cars. That's when I knew I was, like, hyperventilating in the back. Jesus. Like, just a hot mess. Um... And then it just kind of snowballed. Like, I got to the point where I was barely functioning. I wasn't eating. I was showering. I was showering. Yeah. But that was it. Like, I I wasn't functioning. Um, so I talked to my doctor. And I was really nervous about talking to my doctor for some reason. I don't know why. But, um, she was incredible about it. Like, it it was just a checkup to make sure everything was good. Um... And, uh, she's like, is there anything else? And I just started sobbing. I don't know what's wrong with me. And I explained everything. And she just looked at me. She's like, Emily, this is so normal. Like, these, your feelings are absolutely valid. You're not going crazy. This is, this is just this thing. And we'll get you some medication. We'll get you on the right track. Um, but thank you. You're so brave for coming to talk to me. She was amazing. And i'm so excited for the next kid because she's so great um (laughs) (laughs) um, but i don't know i feel like there's such a taboo about talking about it there's a
0: taboo with every everything i mean yeah
1: yeah true but with like the postpartum depression like when you bring this child home you're supposed to be over the moon and so happy like so happy to be parents and, and that's not the case and that it's not <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong i love him more than anything i love you babe i know i'm, um, know. I'm aware <laughs> we're all second at this point um but it i'm i really had a hard a time hard time i mean, thought i wasn't good enough i i'm aware I know. I know. I know they're not, but I'm completely aware. I, anyway. right. I know, and I know you had to kind of sit and just kind of be my silent supporter.
0: It's it's tough. Yeah, because um, that's the only
1: way. That... I mean, I, I've
0: I've dealt with that in my past. Not me personally, but pe- you know people I know, um, people I care about, obviously, and to not only be married for a short period of time. You know, mm-hmm. we were obviously nine months. Well, nine months after we had the kid, and oh, then yeah, yeah. to instantly have a whole different human being. Yeah. Like you were there, but you weren't there, and and I knew it wasn't you, and and that was by far the the toughest thing, and for for a guy to turn off his normal. This is what we normally do. This is how I normally say how I normally act. I mean.
1: And just I've, been, I've been, been acting
0: that way for our entire relationship, let alone my entire life. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, it's, that's a no. That's, nope, don't, can't, can't, and it's just like, it would trigger you. Yeah. It's just a trigger, trigger, trigger. And for me to learn to bite my tongue or just have to ignore it. I mean, there's, there's times like you, you leave, go somewhere. And then I'm sitting dealing with my own depression now because going like, you know what am I gonna do? This this isn't the life I signed up for. Yeah. Not the kid. I'm saying. Yeah. My wife.
1: The whole different side of me. Right. That I didn't know existed.
0: So that that was tough for me, but. Um, yeah. I talked to friends and family, and I mean they all they all definitely helped me through it, and like I said, I'd I said last week was it about a month month or two, I I finally could see my wife coming back. Oh yeah. So.
1: Well, the whole thing with.
0: There's also like, different triggers now. That I got to watch. But <laughs> we'll than... talk about that in a
1: second. <laughs> um, but for me, like, I felt so disconnected. And you, I know you saw that. Oh, like, yeah. I felt so disconnected. I didn't feel disconnected from Cal. I felt like Caldwell and I were on an island, and it was just me and him.
0: Oh, I could see that.
1: That That's where I was at. I, I, was, I felt so connected to Caldwell that I was disconnected from literally... Every other aspect of my life, everything else I identified myself with, yeah, like the gym, work, family, you, dogs, like everything I both, was gone. Everything else was gone. Yeah. It was just me and Cal, and
0: on, and like and as 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 the father slash husband. When when she got like that, there was nothing I could do with Cal or to help Cal that was correct. So it's like, just give them to me. It's like, no, I got. no, she, oh, yeah, whatever. So you, yeah. And, so then you start getting this thing where screw it. Why am I getting up if I'm not going to do it right? Which, again, you just kind of have to bite the bullet. Just in a move on. Yeah. Yeah. There's. It's it's a really really long. I'd say it's six months. You finally get used to it, and then and then the kid obviously starts becoming more fun and more entertaining and stuff like that. Um, gets his own personality. Yeah. So then it that makes it easier. Like I said, and then it was almost a it was almost a full year before Emily, my wife, came back. So yeah, it's it was a long process. It was. Which is why I don't think we should have another kid. We are absolutely <laughs> having another
1: kid, but.
0: Exes scissors, for it. We're
1: We're figuring it out, honey. We're figuring it out. Yeah. But um. But there's there's some kind of funny moments, like a moment. I was watching Boss Baby. Yeah. Like two months postpartum and I couldn't finish the movie because well, I was sobbing it, yeah. about Boss Baby.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was that was funny.
1: Yep. <laughs> but I feel like now that I'm like transitioning off the meds, like every once in a while like I feel those moments of like being disconnected. But I feel like I am so much more capable of reeling myself back in like just once I start feeling those those things like being disconnected and just kind of like that out of place gut-wrenching feeling um I pull myself out of it pretty quickly now yeah I agree like I think it was last night I was sitting at the table alone (laughs) just like when it was last night
0: when were you at the table alone
1: with my parent when my parents were here you and Dad were downstairs working on the cabinets. Oh, and your mom was And my was mom around? was upstairs with Cal. Oh. because um, they were playing, and I was just like, I just like, I don't even. Oh, know. I was I just... like,
0: wait, I thought your your Dad and I had Cal. know that you're right. We're working on your craft room.
1: Yeah, um, and I just like, I just felt that like darkness, um, and I sat there for, for a couple of minutes, um, and I was like, what the hell are you doing? And I just snapped out of it and got my butt upstairs, and hung out with my mom and Cal. So I'm not saying that I never have the, those feelings anymore, but I'm just more capable of snapping out of it. Like, it's becoming less and less frequent. It's getting better and better. I struggle so hard with TV shows and movies, though. Oh, yeah. As you're, yeah. you know. Like, it's a whole other level yep. of...
0: But, I mean, I'm, <laughs> to the point where, like, she, you know, I, she's always been torturing like we'll watch like Sons of Anarchy or something like that and when they torture us, she's like I can't watch this but it's to the point now where it's it's a full freak out.
1: Yeah, it's a full like what, panic attack. What were we
0: watching the other day?
1: The one where you sat on me?
0: No 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 no, no. I know what that one was about. That, we're
1: watching Gotham. Yeah day. we're
0: watching Gotham and, and someone got hit and and yeah, yeah you uh you got up and you're like oh. No,
1: it was the baby. It was Bane with the baby and there was a baby and they like, started walking towards the baby that was just born. Oh, yeah. yeah and I right. was like, nope, I'm done. I walked out.
0: We're watching Gotham, this, the television series. And she gets up and she goes, well, you didn't, yeah, you said, I'm, I'm not watching this. But you're like, I told you, I don't want to watch this kind of stuff. And I'm like, how <laughs> am I supposed to know? You're just supposed to know, babe. What these you're just new supposed episodes are going <laughs> to have in them. Oh, no. I can't I just, screen them before I you watch them.
1: I can't describe it. I just get so, 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 like, freaked out. Right, well, it's just like, like when you watch
0: that Harry Potter Potter show that... Oh,
1: the, Crimes of Grindelwald. So yeah. we watched... It was a date night. <laughs> it was a date night.
0: And uh, she wanted to go see a stupid movie.
1: No, I love Harry Potter. I love anything Harry Potter. And this is Fantastic Beats. Crimes of Grindelwald, which is an amazing movie. I lasted... And I own it now.
0: I lasted five minutes and well, I passed out.
1: Well, we were in super comfy chairs. I was
0: out. And I woke up at the end of went, And we did sneak Who's in that?
1: wine. Yeah. <laughs> um and uh there was a there was i almost didn't make it through the movie because like at the very beginning of the movie they kill off like a toddler I they don't s-
0: show anything they now. don't
1: show it but you know what happens right. and i swear to god this kid looks just like Cal. big mm-hmm. beautiful blue eyes chubby little cheeks and blonde like... hair he had blonde hair blue uh,
0: eyes and chubby cheeks but he did not look like Cal.
1: I, that's who what i saw in my head when i was watching this yeah it was crazy and i almost like went into a full-blown panic attack huh? and then there's another part of the movie where baby drowns oh, i'm just gonna get like freaked out thinking about it um and so that it's a, like i own it now but i have to fast forward all of those parts because i can't handle it yeah and then get to
0: the point now where something's happening i tell her to close her eyes i mute it and i just sit there and watch the tv muted because she can't hear it either, so it's not like she Then I know. Close... I still
1: know if yeah. I can hear it. <laughs> so I
0: mute it, she closes her eyes, and I sit there and watch it. And I go, yeah, you shouldn't have watched that. And then that, that's where <laughs> we're at. Like, or you could have watched that, and if she wants to go back, we go back. But I don't think you've ever asked to go back.
1: No. Well, and then there was a... <laughs> it's kind of funny now. Um, <laughs> we're watching that one TV show, and it was a brutal scene. Like I had just come home from work. You don't watch. You remember the one
0: where I had to console you. Yeah. Yeah, that he, was uh, okay.
1: So he doesn't watch this show when I'm home because he knows like it's something that would really trigger me. Right. Um, but but I, it
0: was like the last episode. They were in court.
1: Well, it was like the last half of the episode. last yeah. Episode like you were finishing up the episode. I was like, it's fine. It'll be whatever. Yeah, I'm
0: like, I'm like they're in court. Nothing can happen. It flashes to a kid getting his butt kicked. And the, raped. And, and then raped. Yeah. A, and
1: I had a. <laughs> I I yeah, don't was, even know, but like, it it, ha- whole, it happened like that. Yes, it this was is so thir- fast. This is thirteen reasons why was three, on Netflix. It's the second uh, second season. And
0: it it literally went from a kid talking to a kid getting fired to to rape in, in seconds, and it was super it was, fast. And, and, it was and, so and It was so aggressive bad, like, and
1: it, emotionally devastating.
0: Yeah, it it was it was. Uh, I stopped it. We stopped I mean, it stopped it as fast as I could find the remote. And so at sad. that point, it took it took too long, to, but it's older. In the next no. day,
1: no. Okay, let me finish. Yeah. <laughs> I was like screaming. Oh yeah. I was screaming. Full I was panic cried, attack. Full like bone hyperventilating yeah. panic attack. And your reaction <laughs> still funny. Your reaction was to sit on me.
0: I was trying to console <laughs> you, and you had a bunch of like, f- like snacks next to you. So I couldn't get I next, next, to you, next to you. So I had to like sit on you to hug you. And it was the only thing I could get. Just <laughs> so trying to like...
1: He's just like on my lap, yeah. holding on to me, like rubbing my hair, like it's okay, Eddie, it's okay, shh, it's okay. And then you pulled Cal up there, and that was, well, was, Cal was very freaking sweet. Out. Yeah, Cal started freaking out because I'm freaking out. Um, uh, but I mean, it was a crappy way to get to that moment, but it was a very sweet moment. Yeah, I,
0: I, I again, it happened so fast. I was just like. I'm like okay Kid's about to get his ass kicked You
1: like jumped on my lap I didn't know what to do I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't get rep. next like, to you Instant reaction Oh and crap so, And then you just yeah, In so my did, lap
0: So the next day I was like Well I, I need to finish that episode So I beat you home for work I took That was a rough episode Even for me For for That stuff doesn't faze me That that was a Very rough episode So I I do not recommend That episode to anybody It's the second to last episode of Season 2 It was Super rough I mean yeah that's it was brutal
1: yeah so I don't watch that show anymore (laughs) um but I don't know we're getting there
0: yeah no, no I agree
1: so but that's pretty much where I'm at now is I'm you know I still have those moments every once in a while yeah but I pull myself out of it and TV sucks and that's why I have Harry Potter movies and Disney movies on repeat.
0: Yeah, that's super exciting.
1: Because I know I don't have to be stressed, but I still, like, ball my eyes out with, like, Coco. And... What else did I watch? Though? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Oh, God, that's so sad.
0: <sighs> Pretty much every movie. Yeah. A just, you just cried to how I met my mother.
1: Ah, oh, but it...
0: <laughs> it's also entertaining for the guys to. When, like I knew know how I met your mother and, and stuff like that where you're like I'm gonna put this on she's definitely gonna cry and then you're just like you look over and just
1: I sucked I, those tears back you, in you
0: tried for a while but it didn't work <laughs> I knew I knew it was gonna get you
1: I sucked them back into my skull <laughs> like that
0: that that stuff that stuff's funny to laugh about but you know I mean not that's, the that's like sweet love you stuff yeah. Kind of,
1: yeah not the full blown anxiety attacks Ugh. yeah
0: so um that it? that's everything on your list? yes we actually have
1: Questions! Question time. We need a cool jingle for that. Oh, it's oh. Question Time with Cody and Emily. Oh, okay. Was that good? Yeah, it was I solid.
0: Sh- I should have been a singer, So you, a you should read these, um, but I only want to read...
1: The second one? I just
0: want to read the name of the second one.
1: <laughs> of course you do. So. All right, so first question. Oh, yeah, because I'm a good reader.
0: Yeah, reading's hard.
1: All right, so John Rutherford. How does the baby affect your schedules, both professionally and personally? Um, we
0: talked a little bit about this last week. The
1: answer is yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, finding a babysitter is hard. like Even like a daycare sitter for while you work. Oh,
1: so stressful. And we so lucked expensive. out this
0: first year, and our sister-in-law, um, she's a stay-at-home mom with her two kids, and she also watches her niece. Um, so, she actually volunteered to take Cal. So, we, we lucked out. We pay her, and she... We have family watching our kid, but next year she goes back to work, and we have yet to find a sitter.
1: We're figuring it out. So. Yeah, we're. So we did a
0: couple tests this year. We did. She uh, our, my sister in law broke her ankle. Her ankle. So for six weeks, we had to find a.
1: Which wasn't bad. It was stressful and hella expensive. Yeah,
0: but we found it. We found it. Yeah. We, we were able to test it and stuff.
1: Yeah, we found some people we like. So now we kind of have that.
0: But um, we we have some other things. We other people were looking cheaper yeah closer friends and family
1: so that's a whole nother level and yeah
0: but when and, it comes to like uh, i guess anything after outside of work and day-to-day it's it's tough i mean
1: well it's it's not only like what do i need to do right now it's yeah. what do i also need to do for the baby Like right. you're it's also not you
0: can't just make plans and go hey i'm doing this it's hey what are your plans because i'd like to do this but i understand if you have something you have to do and I have the kids, so... Yeah. We have a, a family... We talked about this last time. We have a family calendar, and we use it pretty well to to set, like, far dates and big events in our lives, but when it comes to, like, I get a random call from a buddy who wants to go shoot darts or something like that, yeah. it's, hey, are you cool with me going to do this for a couple hours? And there's times where she's been like, no, remember, I got this thing. I was like, oh, completely forgot. Yeah. Yeah, let's you know I got Cal don't worry about it kind of thing
1: so it's all about just communication yeah communicating what your schedules are what you need and and you have
0: to be flexible yes you can't get I watched him yesterday for an hour it's your turn
1: there's no keeping score there's no exactly yeah unless
0: it's that paper rock scissors
1: (laughs) unless it's paper rock scissors so
0: (laughs) So I hope that answers your question John Um, so I just want to read the the next name because I thought the name was awesome it's so cool You can read the question Because I can barely get through the second word But uh, it's William Walker Evans A.K.A. WWE <laughs> I love that name uh, Do you want me to read the question? Yeah, please
1: okay. Alright, what constitutes sleeping through the night And will it ever happen? The question comes from my dear wife, Emma I, on the other hand, sleep like a baby Except mine's, of course Except mine of course, he's up all night and so is my wife. That's the question. Um So so he's
0: saying he's sleeping like a baby through he's sleeping through the night. Baby's not. His baby's not in the and the wife's getting up with the baby.
1: Um yes is that that what I'm saying? Yeah. So honestly (laughs) we're a year in We're a year
0: in and he's barely starting to sleep through the night. Yeah. He still gets up about once a night. Yeah. But we have friends who they brought their kid home from the hospital and the kid slept through the night.
1: So every kid is so different. And then
0: another friend, it took six months. hmm So, and, and our kid is still fighting us, but I was really good. I'd say the first, it wasn't until we moved into the house.
1: And then you turned into a freaking yeah. asshole. Yeah. freaking. Yeah.
0: Um, so, when we moved into the house,
1: sorry,
0: I'm trying to stay. Um, all right, so when we moved into the house, I started not hearing the baby. I could sleep through the baby, which is not like me because I don't sleep through anything. And, You've um...
1: Adjusted. <laughs> I, yeah, my
0: brain adjusted too. So now Emily gets up every time and there's been a few times where she she's woken me up and asked me to go take care of the kid and apparently I freaked out on her.
1: You said no and turned yeah. over.
0: I don't remember any of it. Yeah. There's one time where you asked me to go get a bottle for him and I remember complaining the whole way down the stairs, getting the bottle and I was as as I was like coming loudly. Ba- yeah.
1: But complaining.
0: And as I was coming back up the stairs, like I woke up and I went, What what the heck am I doing? And I gave Cal the bottle and then I walked in the bedroom and I woke you up and I apologized. <laughs> and I went, I have no idea what happened so, just now.
1: Basically you're just <laughs> when you're asleep. I guess. <laughs> because there are multiple times, even when you're in the trailer there was like once or twice where I asked you to go to get the baby and you said no.
0: Yeah, I don't remember any of that. But I know, it's pretty awesome. So <laughs> no, the kid, it wasn't awesome will the kids sleep? Yes. Eventually. Um just in
1: their own time.
0: I guess you need to as the as the father learn, learn to wake up and, and help out. Please. E <laughs> even if your wife doesn't work, it it's nice to get up once and you'll you'll get used to it. I mean it, it, it takes some time but you get used to it
1: yeah and um the biggest thing is just kind of establish establishing the schedule at right. night the nighttime routine like we have our routine now and that has helped a lot yep the last like three or four months like he goes to bed at eight regardless of he if he's showing signs of being sleepy like he knows that it is his bedtime he gets his milk diaper change down done yep Occasionally, I'll read him a story, but that just seems to rile him up because he thinks it's so hilarious it's he was, but, Yeah, yeah, so I mean we kind of stopped doing nighttime stories because he just gets so excited I mean we still read to him. Well, I read. <laughs> you don't read. Reading's hard. Um, <laughs> I still read to him, just not right before bed. Right. Um, and that seems to be what works for us. It's just finding what works for you and establishing the routine, and that's huge. Yeah. Next.
0: Uh, this is from Amy S., my mother-in-law says i'll spoil my infant by holding him too much is this true yes i think
1: (laughs) no i i am never one to judge someone else's parenting beliefs especially with a newborn but i feel like for me for us it's all about balance yeah it's it's a little we do a little bit of everything like we hold him we cuddle him we let him play on his own so he's very good about you know entertaining himself yeah then we play with him and it's just all about finding the balance we were from the very beginning probably too good about this but passing him off to others like if someone wanted to hold him sure I mean, there was one instance where that was a terrible oh, yeah. idea, and that probably sparked a lot of that PPD. But we're not going to talk about that. Um, but, I mean, he is not afraid to go to strangers. No, yeah, and, we, we from the passed him out.
0: around. I mean, for the most part, though, I think, I think you you definitely hold him way more than I would. Like, yeah. when he fall, you're a lot better now, but when he used to crawl and fall down, you pick him up, like, he's fine. Yeah, I've I'm a big fan of... You know, rub some dirt on it. You'll be fine kind of thing. And um,
1: My ne- my thing now is when I console him, my my thing is he has to come to me. Oh. I mean, obviously, if it's bad, I'll go to him. Like, if it's a bad one, a bad bonk or something, I'll go to him. But if he falls and he gets fussy, he knows, like, if you're across the room and you really want me, you got to come to me. Hmm, and like that, that seems to be working really well. I
0: just look at him and go, really? And he kind of looks at me like...
1: So sometimes he'll crawl over to me uh, Or sometimes he'll just brush it off And keep on playing Cool So That's his whole thing It's not necessarily when he bonks It's, not, it's also when he gets fussy guess, Like when he just starts crying And you're like Oh, you, if you need some You gotta come to me
0: Yeah, I guess holding the kid I, I guess what age when You know, if they can't crawl and walk around I mean, there's not a whole lot to do with them But, but yeah, they're just the kind whole, of like
1: a Cute little blob But if they're
0: able to crawl and walk around And play things Let, let them play Yeah let, let him him be a little...
1: We've pretty much baby-proofed the entire bottom floor of our house. Yeah. So he has free reign. Unless when he's trying to turn the TV on and off. Because he can reach that button. And he thinks it's hilarious.
0: Yeah, so I hope that answers your question... Uh, Amy. Amy. Amy S. Amy S, yeah.
1: Um, but I think... Is that it for... Tonight?
0: That's all my questions.
1: That's all of our questions.
0: Is there anything you want to talk about?
1: Um, Let me check my list. This is
0: 2019. You're still making a paper list.
1: Hey, you know me though. I I make paper lists. I write lists on my hands still. Yep. I just like, I like, I'm I'm a tactile person. I like to hold it and look at it.
0: Your phone does the same thing, and you can hold it and look at it. (laughs) It's
1: it's just something about paper. And the same thing with books. I love having the paperback books. Yeah, we
0: got plenty of them.
1: (sighs) We need a bigger shelf. Anywho, so that is it for this week. Um, What are we talking about next week, bud? Ooh,
0: uh, let me pull that up. I got my notes on my phone. See, and
1: that's why mine are already right here.
0: Mine's right here. So, podcast four. Um, I thought we'd talk about when we first knew that one one another loved, you know, when we fell in love with each other. Okay. And then how it was when different. When I cared about you. Yeah, exactly. And we'll explain that next week. <laughs> and then how that's different from our previous past, relationships. Our past relationships. And so we'll go into those relationships a little bit and...
1: No, just to kind of let you guys know, like, we're very open about yeah. our past relationships. Like, it's... We don't pretend that they didn't happen...
0: Right. Yeah. We, no. We we both talk about it. We've talked about yeah. it in the past and joke about it a few times we've joked about it and stuff yeah. like that. So we we don't feel. But like I don't it. think we've ever talked about when you first knew you loved me and when I first.
1: Yeah. So I'm excited to hear this yeah. that side of.
0: My notes are already in my phone. Are they really? They so are. I need to
1: work on my list.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so.
1: All right. So. All right, guys,
0: that's it for episode number three.
1: So make sure you like or to subscribe and especially listen to us
0: on keep on listening anchor apple Podcasts, spotify and all those other fun apps
1: where you can listen to podcasts also like us on facebook yeah we're on after facebook
0: instagram twitter twitter and everything's after the vows podcast you can also email us email us questions on after the vows podcast at gmail.com and she a twitter or a Facebook message if you guys want. We can try to answer your questions the best we can. They're non-professional, but, you know, it's just our history.
1: <laughs> we have a great history. All right, guys. Well, um, we look forward to...
0: Hearing from you guys. Hearing, because you're so, I you're said it that so time. good
1: at that. All right. We'll bye. see you guys
0: next Wednesday.
1: Wednesday. Wednesday. Hi guys. <laughs> bye. Bye. bye.